0: Great news everyone, Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries, Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast, let's pray. Father, we continue to pray for those on my daily prayer list. We pray the blood of Jesus over mental illness. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do In the name of the only begotten Son. Amen. Grace has been defined as the unmerited favor of God toward men. With that definition as a base, it is no wonder the entire Bible points to the grace that God gives man through His Son, Jesus Christ. Why would a holy God give favor to a world full of unholy people? The answer is because He loved His creation so much He came up with a plan to pronounce guilty sinners, not guilty. He sent grace personified, Jesus Christ. So what exactly is grace? Genesis 6 and 8 says, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. My friends, one man stood out from among the entire world and God smiled upon him, then saved Noah and his family. Here, Noah is a type of Christ offering salvation to the world. He preached for years that it was going to rain as he built the ark. The ark is a symbol of safety, but notice in Genesis chapter 7, verses 10 through 16, the flood had started, but the door was still open to the ark until God shut it. The message of the cross is preached all over the world. The unsaved have a chance to repent until it's too late. Grace is a free gift of God. You can't work for it. He gives it to whoever he wants, For his own good pleasure, even though the world continues to become more and more evil, God has given a remnant, a small percentage of the population, grace. John the Baptist says this about Jesus in John 1, verses 16 and 17. And of his fullness, we all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Here, my friends, the grace of Jesus Christ supplants the law of Moses. The work of Jesus and the grace he provides is contrasted by the work of Adam and the condemnation he provides in Romans 5, 15 through 20. Adam sinned and many died because of his sin. Jesus provided the gift of grace and many will live. Adam and Jesus are sometimes called federal heads. Adam speaks for the people he represents and Jesus represents his group. My Christian friends, Whether we like it or not, we choose to follow Adam, or we choose to follow Jesus. We choose to follow Adam as soon as we sin. The result is, if we choose Adam, we get condemned in judgment. If we choose Jesus, we get grace and justification. Here is the big difference. We are all born under Adam, but we choose to allow Jesus to represent us. Please understand that Jesus did not provide grace for everyone. Those who promote this theology are called universalists. They believe that everyone will be saved and all will go to heaven. By not choosing Jesus, you automatically are choosing Adam and must suffer the consequences. During the pandemic, the grace of God was the only thing that pulled many through. As the number of deaths increased, the amount of grace increased. If you tested positive, you know that you would only survive by the grace of God. Believing that God's grace is sufficient is difficult for Americans who are taught to believe that you can be a self-made man or woman. To give God credit for the grace he provides is an insult to the intelligence of many, but Christians must believe that God's grace is sufficient, as he says to Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. Our standing with God and the grace provided to us is found in Ephesians 1 verses 3 through 6. Listen to these words. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. My Christian companions, we have been given spiritual blessings, which are far better than material blessings. Verse 4 continues, Just as He chose us before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. My friends, you did not become a Christian by accident. You were chosen before the world began. This verse leads to the controversy of divine will versus human choice. If we were chosen by God, what other choices have already been made for us? And for those not chosen by God, it is no wonder why they live the life they live. But trust this, if you were chosen, it was beyond you. But there is a responsibility, and that is, we should live holy lives with love. Verse 5 continues, Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Folks, when Jesus chose to adopt you into the family of God, he didn't ask anyone's permission. He just did it because that's what he wanted to do. Roman law said that the adopted son had all the rights and privileges of the legitimate son. So, in essence, we get adopted from Adam's family with its sin and condemnation into God's family. The new family wipes the slate clean of the old family's debts. We are a new person with a new family living a new life. Verse 6 concludes, To the praise of the glory of His grace by which He made us accepted in the Beloved. My friends, our praise should go to the one who came down from glory, died on a cross, rose again, and completed His work. His work is accepted by God, and along with His work, God accepts those who have been adopted. Paul says he was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, but he obtained mercy because he was ignorant in unbelief in 1 Timothy 1.13. My friends, we were all ignorant in unbelief at one time until it was time for the Holy Spirit to work on us. Paul continues in verse fourteen of 1 Timothy one, that the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant. Folks, that's the grace received. Abundant grace, and this is what we receive. We are all former somethings, and that does not matter to God. Whatever you have done in your past life is in the past. You are adopted. The abundant grace of our Lord covers the past. Remember, you don't deserve this unmerited favor, and there is nothing you can do to earn it. He just gives it to you in abundance. Here are some additional benefits for believers who are bathed in grace generously. Believers are under grace. According to Romans 6.14, it reads, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. My Christian comrades, if you go to your job complaining every day, if everything that happens to you makes you angry, if you are lazy, if any sin has dominion over you, perhaps you need to recheck your claim as a Christian. I talked about the victory we have over sin in last week's podcast, Are we feeling victorious? The way we live determines if we live under grace or the law. Number two, believers stand in grace as it is written in Romans 5 verses 1 and 2. It says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have access by faith into the grace in which we stand. Folks, we are given grace through Jesus by faith. This grace is a continuing, ever-present principle of Christian life, from 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. It says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Friends, Paul is teaching that any gift given to the ministry will be rewarded. God does not place a limit on our blessing based on your limited gift. Number four, believers are strong in grace as Paul encourages Timothy in 2 Timothy 2 and 1. It says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. My friends, grace is divine help that comes from God. When we are at the end of our rope and we are unsure what to do next, we have the confidence that we have the favor of God. This concludes part one of grace I hope you'll come back next week and listen to part two. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your abundant grace that is given to all believers. We pray blessings on all believers in the name of the King of Zion, Jesus Christ, amen. If you'd like to take advantage of the grace of God, you must give your life to Christ. Would you do that right now? I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address which is hello at greatministries.org please continue to pray for great ministries and share us with your friends your family your loved ones and the unsaved this ministry is supported by friends like you if you'd like to donate to us go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button you may also write to us at p.o box 1654 lilburn georgia 30048 or call us at six seven eight stay safe be blessed and have a great week